You don't know this song? No. It's from the 80s. Of course he doesn't know it. Do you even know what the 80s are, Jack? Um, yeah, that's true. It was Have you like even heard of the 80s? 40 years ago at this point. I know. Oh, gross. Ew. Was it really 40 years ago? I mean, it's if you go back baby. to 80. Oh, my God. If you God. start at the beginning of the decade, it sure is. I was at 2020. That's crazy. Yeah. 2020 <sighs> vision. Yeah. Coney 2020? Coney 2012. Apparently the other day was the first time, this is so dumb, but the other day the first, it was the first time in like 900 years that the date was uh, the same frontwards as it was backwards. Oh, is it Palindrome, Palindrome, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. February 2nd of 2020. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's so, right. So it would be 02 whatever. 02022020. Okay, Brian, you and your hacking your numbers and codes <laughs> i literally had this conversation because i think it happened on a sunday and i was at, at my other job and we were uh, literally talking about it for like five minutes yeah brent's secret other job my that other, we don't my, know my other job so i can survive in this world <laughs> <laughs> yeah brent's uh secret agent job we don't know what it is mm, if you mm, ever find out mm. what brent's second job is please let us know anyway <laughs> what are we talking about today boys i think he's i think he's told it i have. he has i'm just clamping I have. I know oh, where Brent I will, um, I will not repeat it. You must go find where I mentioned it before. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? Yeah, Jack, what are we talking about today? Um, it's your episode. Well, how do you even know what my name is? We haven't even introduced ourselves yet. You, <laughs> you, 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 guys are, you guys are jumping the gun way before the gun even, before we even knew there was a gun. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I am your broken hearted <laughs> bee. Bobby. Aww, Bobby. Sawi. I'm your box of chocolates, B. Brent. Oh, Ayo. that's great. That one was good. I'm your uh, joyous J, Jack. And you know why I'm joyous, boys? Why? Please tell me. Because I love. Because it's, it's Valentine's Day. If you're listening to this, it's Valentine's Day and love is in the air. Uh, and, or at least uh, it's like a few days after Valentine's Day. <laughs> It's Valentine's Day week. Now this will come it's out. Valentine's this week. will come out two days before Valentine's Day. Yeah, so you listen to it as, on Valentine's Day. Yeah, so as yeah. the married men here, I, I I have to know when Valentine's Day is. So uh, it is. Oh it's, my it god, Brent, you're a slave. Brent, you're a slave yes. to love, Brent. <laughs> Brent, you lucky man. Me and Jack, we're we are still on the the offer sheet. <laughs> the offer we are still free if you to want pick us. Up. <laughs> To be your Valentine's, shoot just us become a email. patron. Or hey, wait a second, <laughs> wait a second. Hold on, boys. Hold on, boys. Yeah, Patreon tier. Join at the hundred dollar level to become Jack or Bobby's girlfriend. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay. So this, weird to me. That's still, <laughs> I don't like it. it. Can you imagine how terrible that would be? Now, hold on, boys. It'd be kind of cute look. though if you like had someone who really liked you, and they were like, and that's how they told you. You know, they were like, "This, I this just sounds became, like the gr- a great make you hundred dollars, Bobby. They like you yeah. so much that they're going to pay you a hundred dollars to tell you. Well, maybe they like me, but they get assigned to you by accident. Oh uh, yeah, now, now, <laughs> oh, or this this rom com is writing itself, boys. Oh, I know, oh, all the sclamps ensue. <laughs> Oh, well, anyway, so, so yeah, we're talking about love today. We're talking about Valentine's Day. We're talking about cuties and... Are we talking hot or not? <laughs> we're, talking about, we're talking about cuties. We're talking about the, the, the hottest teen heartthrob. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys can. I'm not talking we about teens. We are turning into a teenage <laughs> gossip magazine. <laughs> yes, we. Yeah, I can't talk about teens, Brent. Come on, I'm uh, getting old. I'm 24, bruh. Oh, like Jack Bauer. Ooh, Jack. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we're talking about love. We're gonna be talking about the science behind it, right, Jack? I mean, you did all the research. Um. Well, I. The original intention was to do it behind the science of love, but like, it turns out that love, like chemically, isn't that complicated. Um, and it's way more complicated about, uh, it's way more to do with, with the, uh, psychological side of it and how we interpret love and the different styles and stuff like that. So I have some, I, I have a little bit on the chemistry, but primarily I want to talk about like the different styles and types of love of different theories that I've found. Oh, okay, I like intrigued. it. I think yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm ready. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Right, I'm ready so to get my heart broken guys, again. If, if you if you don't know what love is, like me and Bobby don't, 
I want to know uh, what love is. I want you to show me. I want you to show me. Um, <laughs> so you know the 80s. No, yeah, so, you know. So a general definition of love. Yeah, I, I got him. I got him. <laughs> I know that you word. Know, you know what the definition of obvious. love is? The definition of love. What? Is you guys. Aw. But oh, Brent, I almost God. said my own name. Brent, <laughs> Jack, and Zach D. <laughs> and Squabby. And all the others who listen to this show. I, I love all of you guys. I love Jack. <laughs> I want to say I love you too, my friends. I want to say I love you too, my family. Oh, Brent, by the way, just quick, quick, quick aside. Quick side note. Yeah. I loved the Arrested Development uh, joke in today's episode of in-depth oh you actually Great. watched it <laughs> i watched the end great job okay thank you anyway um so so yeah let's get into um, this all right let's uh let's get into first uh we'll talk about the uh chemistry of love uh mm. well uh yeah 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 chemistry of love so basically um a lot of a lot of uh psychologists have studied the brain on the effects of love and found it's very comparable to when people are on cocaine Uh, what like the same parts of your brain will activate in the same ways as when you're on um cocaine um interesting because dopamine dopamine gets released into your into your uh, into in the specific parts of your brain during like when you look at someone that you love um and then when there's like a long-term bond or connection um, you'll start to produce oxytocin, which is like uh, it, it, it's more regionalized, meaning you start to associate what you're doing and who you're with when you feel that chemical, as opposed to just getting addicted to the chemical itself. You get addicted to what causes you to feel good. So it, it's what makes you associate with that um, specific person. And that's um, this was this was first observed in like a specific uh, species of ground, uh, like a like a groundhog type thing, um, where <laughs> a groundhog one, type thing. <laughs> well, I can't remember exactly what they were. The called. other day it was, was groundhog, groundhog type thing day. That's true. <laughs> groundhog type thing. Puxatani Phil. What's his name? Puxatani Phil type thing. Yeah. Anyway, oh my God, can you remember? Do you guys remember Groundhog type thing day starring Bill Murray? Yeah, it's a Bill type Murray thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I remember that movie very well. We were just talking about that today, but uh, anyway. Anyway, so they studied it in these specific types of groundhogs where a one species would had, had these specific centers of the brain where its oxytocin would be released, and another species only had dopamine. And so that species only mated, like, uh, they, they, they said in the biological world they're called promiscuous species because they don't mate for life. Oh, um. come on, science community. Get woke. It's yeah. 2020. Come on. 2020, uh, baby. 2020 vision. We're beyond those, those labels. But, yeah. um, they think that humans have um, similar structures in their brain that release the oxytocin, which, went, which is what makes us more inclined oh, to have oh, I, I just, partners. I just came up with a perfect hit song. Go. Promiscuous Squirrel instead of Promiscuous Girl with Nelly. Oh, my Owen. God, Brent. It's Timberland. Hell yes. yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. Can we start a second podcast? It was worth stopping the podcast for we, that. We need to start another <laughs> podcast where we just like write these songs yeah. on the spot. Totally never been done before. Um, but yeah, so so are there any other animals that have lifelong companions like humans? Um, I I mean, there's like I think elephants do. I know that ducks do. Um, certain species of ducks. Um, I don't. What about know. praying mantises? Praying mantis. Bobby, praying mantis. You say that with the stupid grin on your face because you know exactly because <laughs> you know exactly what praying mantises do. Yes, I do. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, praying mantises, uh, the female eats the the male after they mate, or is it just the head? I don't know. It's well, something really um, gross. Yeah, that's a no brain, no pain. Uh, angler angler yeah. mm. Um, the male anglerfish is like this really tiny thing that. Yes. Oh, mates, I've heard this. Mm-hmm. It connects to the female, and it like fuses into her and becomes a reproduction organ of the female. That's wild. Yeah, it just like morphs together. Like that's so weird. All right, I got a little list of animals that mate for life, if you're curious. You got cranes, penguins, uh-huh. uh seahorse is Yo, seahorse, 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 seahorse. <laughs> 
Uh, Gray Wolf, the Barn Owl. Oh, that's adorable. I love that. The Shingleback Skink. <laughs> I've never heard of that. It's a lizard. It's a lizard. It's a, it's a little lizard. lizard. Uh-huh. Uh, the Bald Eagle. America. I saw a bald eagle the other day. Really? Yeah, just like really. Where I, I was just getting onto the highway, and no the bald eagle was way. just yeah, dude. Me and Christy we were just getting onto the highway, heading to we're helping a buddy move <laughs> my uh, dungeon master. If you want to know my dungeon <laughs> master, we're, we're helping him move to his new house. And shout out to Mike. Shout out to Mike, the dungeon master. I don't know if he listens, but if he does, <laughs> shout out Mike. Mike the um, DM. And then uh, as we were getting on the, high- on the highway, there was like some roadkill, like a squirrel or something. And then we saw just a fucking bald eagle just fly in and just start ravaging on the thing. Oh, my God. And it was just sitting there all majestic-like. And I was like, holy shit, that's a fucking bald eagle. Right no, there. I'd never seen one in a, person. In New England, there was, was a bald eagle? It was clear as day, my guy. It was like I saw 10 feet away from us. And we were just like once. slowly going by. I'm like, that's a bald eagle, right? I mean, yeah. it looks like... I mean, bald eagles are pretty distinctive, I think. Yeah. I mean, unless there's like some other form of eagles that are very closely no, I mean, in appearance. It they are around the here. The white head with the yellow beak and like the brown like feathers. It was huge. I was yeah. like, oh my God. I was uh, on a train to That's Philadelphia. That's warming, man. They're coming south. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was on a train to Philadelphia and I saw one when I was going through Rhode Island and yeah. Connecticut. So I saw one on a tree and I thought it was like, that was the coolest thing. Uh, yeah, they're pretty distinct. Did you know that bald eagles don't actually make that noise that everyone associates? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The screech, screech, the freedom screech. Yeah, that's actually like hawks. Hawks make that noise, and they people put the sound effect under eagles for some reason. Yeah, eagles actually sound a lot different. Bobby, where was this in our false? This isn't. I didn't even know that. That's an interesting false. Fact. Now I catch you with some <laughs> false Jack misconceptions. Your, Jack your goddamn misconceptions. What yeah, this what long laughter? It's like been like a month to that episode. I know. Why didn't um, you know that then? That's sick. I don't know. I did know. I've known that. It's so funny. Uh, then there's the gibbon, uh, nice. which is some type of monkey. Yeah. Uh, black vulture mm. and beavers. Oh, uh, that's my favorite. Yeah, me too. Beavers. Yeah. Beavers are fun. Cute. Anyway. Beavers are pretty cute. Oh. Beavers are the source of many types of food uh, flavoring. Oh, right, because yeah, the glands they have. They have or gland sacs that they use beavers' gland sacs to make uh, flavoring for, like, different drinks and stuff. Yeah. And also they had a cartoon show called Angry Beavers that I used to enjoy <laughs> as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I like that show a lot. That show's good. Or Norbit and Daggett. Yes. Dag. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Sorry. I'm very uh, off topic today. It's, but. it's all good, dude. We're on. So, so, so now we know those animals mate for life. Um, pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty sick. good. It's good. Um, but more about more, more, more away from the chemistry. Um, mm-hmm. and we'll move into more of the biology of uh of what happens. So, um, the brain activity that are in love is uh very similar to cocaine, is what we've talked about already. But mm-hmm. the continuous process of being in love and loving someone shows very, very similar traits to addiction as well. Um, mm, that's because you'll have, you'll have cravings when they're not there. Um, and you'll like, when you're with them, it's like this rush of, of dopamine. Um, and the biggest one to me that I thought was really interesting was like, it, there was a very noticeable jump in risk taking in order to like obtain. So like you're way more likely to, to take a risk to get more cocaine as you are to like spend time with a loved one. Interesting. Um, I, which I, I thought was really cool. In a, in a weird way, I can speak to that and say that's kind of true. The, no, Brent, the Brenty Sweet is addicted to the Christie. Except in a very much more minor way in that like, I am way more likely to uh, uh, flake on a social engagement to just be like, can we just stay home and watch Netflix and hang out? Because I'd rather do that. Mm. And so I feel like we were both like more inclined to uh, shirk uh, social responsibilities <laughs> just to like chill at home with each other yeah you know uh yeah i mean that's pretty sweet is addicted to, to the christy addicted to the christy <laughs> i don't like that she probably hates that too she doesn't like that song from the re- she already didn't like it now she no, likes it even less. oh my god she she, she likes the, like that from the repo man 
she prefers the one that's like I the I remember one. I yeah. remember, remember what you did to Marnie. That's fine. Remember that's a fine who choice. You are. I like that one too, but it's not as fun. They're all bangers. <laughs> um, so another thing that that you know how you you know the phrase "blinded by love," like when someone loves mm-hmm. someone so much that they like they can't see anything else. That's a real like biological thing that when you're in love, um, you have more. Like you view the world with a friendlier disposition, and because your 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 pain receptors are dulled, so things are less like bothersome to you, um, and so you like can literally are seeing the world through rose colored glasses. Oh, that's interesting. That is actually super interesting. I've never heard of that before. Yeah. So and- what you're saying is, when you first fall in love. Oh. You should fight crime for a little while. Yeah. Because you're going to be impervious yeah. to pain. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well Dope. stack that cocaine is, on top of that, too. Yeah, love is the best superpower. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all have those friends, you know, who have been blinded by love. We all know those people. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you you at home have been lucky enough to be one of those people, you know, hit by Cupid's arrow. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know what's wrong with me today. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um... To, to move away from whatever the heck Bobby is saying, um, this is something that, that I think we that's the name of his about. autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's really good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all right. So we talked about this in last episode when we were talking about like um, the 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 maybe not last episode. Maybe it's next week's episode actually. Um, because we're recording yeah, the way we recorded these. So technically, so, our this is a sneak peek for next week's episode. Yeah, yeah. sneak peek. Stay tuned. It's a good episode. We talk about um, biological attraction versus like society's beauty standards a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we did talk about um, that. So I was like, I'm gonna look into that. So I looked up like the science behind attraction. It's like physical attraction, not just love. Um, and so there's like a very common again. As is usual for brain boggled uh, episodes, I ha- I'm like reading Wikipedia and watching like videos on YouTube, so I have sure. no credible sources. But like, <laughs> so another guy say is final. Um, but they say that it uses all five of your senses and none of those stupid, dumb extra senses that Bobby was talking Aww. about. <laughs> really going back to that episode a lot today. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um. <laughs> so we'll go for we'll go from the first like the initial responses and ha- like in what order they go. Um, so your first initial response is from is sight, um, obviously, and so sight is the big one that we refer to when we talk about like attraction or um, like uh, society standards for beauty and stuff because obviously like that kind of stuff is only sight, um, but. It, it researchers have found that it's mainly dependent on um, culture and time era um, and not so much dependent on biology. It's just like you're attracted to people who are attractive for your time and culture. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of me- mentioned in, in that genetics episode that maybe we choose people based on some kind of like uh, human traits that make someone a more suitable match for like reproducing or something. Like I always go back to think of uh like the office. They there's a funny scene with Dwight where he's like talking about Pam's cousin. Mm-hmm. He's like she's got wide birthing hips and you know very tall and it's just like like looking at it at an objective standpoint, which is terrible. Um Right. I don't know. We talked about that being a possibility, like subliminally. Right. Yeah. But then we also standards. kind of brought up how like sort of culturally throughout the world, how there are different standards based on like where you're from in the world. Yeah. You know, so like it's not like a universal thing either, though. So yeah, like exactly. what like is deemed as like the Western standard of beauty doesn't necessarily apply throughout the entire world, you right. know. So, so if that's true, that's interesting because, I mean, uh, it kind of makes sense. Well, so yeah. it, it, that's the primary one. But then there's also, like, ones that are driven by biology. Like, um, 
like the wide birthing hips and um, things <laughs> like an awkward term. I don't <laughs> like it. I love them wide birthing hips. Um, <laughs> okay, and things dude. like things like a clean face that indicate like someone is healthy. Health? Yeah, sure. Um, right. Yeah. So like that's why we're attracted to those kinds of things. Um, so after like the say, these are each referred to as like a sensory test. So like after mm. the sight test is passed, then the next thing you'll notice is. Um, the smell of someone. Um, Mm. And it's not just of if they smell, you know, like subjectively good or bad or like maybe objectively good or bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But things beyond that, um, that is really interesting that like we're so, we have these complex like pheromones when we interact with, with potential romantic uh, partners that, um, Men can actually smell when a woman is ovulating. Um, what? So you hmm. don't you you won't know a con- if you know if there was a hundred women in a room and I had to be like which one is ovulating, you wouldn't be able to be like oh I can smell it on her. Sniff them out. Bloodhound. Oh no! 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 I didn't mean it like that. No, bloodhound. Yikes. Yikes. No. Oh, my God. Welcome to the dude cast. Mansers. I'm so Mansers. sorry to the listeners. Um, this is horrible. <laughs> Go on, Jack. Uh, okay. So, so it's, it's, yeah, it's not that you, you have a conscious understanding of it. It's your body will, um, like male bodies will start to produce more, uh, testosterone um, when they can smell the pheromones of someone who's ovulating. Um, meanwhile, women sm- have the ability to smell MHC molecules, um, and those are apparently responsible for fighting off diseases. Um, so women are more likely to like the smell of a partner who has opposite MHC molecules from them, um, I guess, to increase. Interesting. Yeah, so that I, your offspring will like have like even stronger oh, molecules to fight off yeah. diseases and stuff. What? Yeah, basically, yeah. that's crazy. That's um, wild. And then there's like little things that I've heard anecdotally that are like, um, family members are like genetically designed to be repulsed by the smell of each other, um, so that it's to discourage incest. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, tell that to Jamie and Cersei Lannister. Yeah. Right? Well, I guess it's not always oh. topical reference like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, so that's it. That's it. That, that, that's basically it for smell. Uh on the hearing. Um this one's pretty obvious. Men prefer higher pitched uh breathy voices that are indicative of a smaller body, and women are the opposite. They prefer deeper, um, dulcet tones <laughs> that Mm-hmm. that uh indicate a larger stature mm. um that's right the next one so here is yeah, what, here's I forgot about that one, one. <laughs> uh touch though is actually I, I touch i think was the most interesting one to me was um there was a study done where people were given a cup of coffee to hold either warm coffee or or iced coffee and then they read a description of uh, some person did, like did, he didn't doesn't matter who it was it was just like a description of a person and then they were asked to judge this person and the people who had the warm coffee on average judged them as being warmer and friendlier um, and uh, more emotional whereas people with the cold coffee judged them as being unaffectionate and uh, and cold themselves uh, which really? I thought was re- so like People, I guess, prefer prefer warm people, both figuratively and literally. Interesting. Wow. That's hmm. actually, yeah. Uh huh. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. That's an interesting one. So, I don't even know what to say about it. And it's just yeah. like, yeah, that's really interesting. Um, yeah, that's, kind of the brain, that's a brain boggler right there. I've always heard the phrase. Um, I've always heard the phrase "cold hands, warm heart," but mm-hmm. uh, I guess that is the opposite. That's just what people with cold hands tell actually. themselves, so they don't think they're gonna die alone <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. it's propaganda because we yeah. do prefer warmth um 
They're trying, to, so, they're trying to mate. That's the only way they can do it, by spreading yeah. lies. Yeah. <laughs> dirty, dirty slander. <laughs> that's so, that's so I got a warm heart. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. So the last one is is taste, which um, is in this article is, is described with uh, like the first kiss, um, which is apparently so important that um, the entire like it can either confirm or reject the entirety of the attraction after like afterwards, the amount of like chemical and biological information being exchanged is so complex that it like just determines it almost instantly, whether or not you're going to be attracted to them. That's super interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that, 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 that is kind of crazy. That one feels like it com- kind of combines both taste and touch a little bit, but uh, right. yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, for sure. I mean, I had some pretty bad first kisses, so uh, and look where I am now. <laughs> you know, oh, bye, person. <laughs> oh, sorry, okay. Uh, Jack's like Freeze. disgusted by this. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, yeah, so that's basically everything I had uh, for the um, for the, the biology science. and science of love itself. You know what I think now would be a good time for? What's that? A commercial break. Oh, hey. Sponsorships? Sponsorships. All right, guys. We'll be right back. Bobby, how much? You're looking into bees, right? Yeah. How much is a package of bees? Oh, I think it's like a three-pound package. You know, you're the bee guy. It's like 150 bucks. What? Yeah. You could subscribe for you. Your apiarist is screwing you over, my guy. No, oh, that's pretty standard. <laughs> um, you could. I just wanted to say apiarist. <laughs> but do you know what you could do with 150 smackaroonies? What you could you could become a patron on Patreon for Brain Boggled for 150 months. Oh wow, that's plenty for of time. As low as a dollar. Huh. You could be a neuron tier, which gets you the one-time shout-out on the show. We'll say, hey, thanks to our patrons, Bobby and Brent. Yes. Um, because they're patrons to me, personally. <laughs> You'll get access Wait. to polls. What? Does that mean we're paying you money every month? <laughs> yes. Uh, you'll get access to polls uh, that will help us choose future episodes and other fun topics that we mm. just want to pull on, mm. maybe. I can mm. be included. Um, and special announcement. Do, 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 do. You get... A special role on our Discord server. We have a Discord server now. Bobby and Brent aren't even in it yet, but they'll get there. We'll get there. And guess what? Once you're on that Discord server, we're going to be sharing some spicy memes. <laughs> spicy mm. memes. There's a meme chat. There's science chat. There's chats for all different rooms. And there's a special room. Chats Ooh, for different stats. For chats for different stats. Um, there's a room for our patrons only, baby. And you want oh. in on that because we're going to be posting some exclusive content on our Patreon and some exclusive chats. Now, if you have more than... One dollar, you could go to our three dollar tier, which is the dendrite tier, mm. and that Ooh. you get everything we just t- covered. Plus, on top of that, you get access to our special mini pod, which we'll start doing. I have it on the Discord, uh, the Discord. I have it on the Patreon. As after we get twenty five, we'll start doing the mini pod. Um, oh yes! So Word. if you want to see the mini pod, start doing that because it's not free to make this podcast. No, <laughs> and uh, I want to see the mini pod. I want to see the mini pod too. And but I want time you is all. money. Um, and we have three other higher tiers at the higher tiers. You can get mugs. You can get a t-shirt at the highest tier. Are you kidding and me? Don't you want a freaking t-shirt? Bobby has made some great t-shirt designs. And Thanks, they're, they're sick. They're really sick. So that's at uh, patreon.com slash brain boggle yeah. podcast. Yes, Patreon. that's where it is. Forward slash brain boggle podcast. Mm, it's wow. also in our show notes. Thank you so much for listening to our little ad ramble and enjoy today's episode. Hey, Brent. Yes, Bobby. Did you know that you could actually put your ad here in this spot right now? Right now, a spot for an ad right here? Oh, yes. If you listen to the show and you want to hear your ad on the Brain Boggle Podcast. Which I do. Which you obviously do. You can actually email us at brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com. Wait, Bobby, is that brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com? Yes, it is, Brent. Wow, I know that email address. So, yeah, go check that out and send us an email and we'll see if uh, your company is a good fit for us on this show. Yeah, now back to your regularly scheduled program, Mama. Okay, so we've talked about the bio- biological and chemical aspects of love. Yeah. What, what else you got, Jack? Um, so I got some uh, more of the uh, psychological 
side effects Ooh. of love. Have yeah, you... I mean, we are brain boggled, aren't we? Let's yeah. talk about the brain. <laughs> we are psychologists <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day. Um, so, have you guys ever? Uh, it will, would you rather discuss quickly how we communicate love, or would you rather discuss a longer thing um, where we uh, talk about different styles of love? Um, would, would you, you rather? rather? Is this a thing? Is this a thing? <laughs> yes, Brent. I'm so happy you did that. I mean, I kind of gave you the cue. Yeah, he gave me the cue. Yeah, this is actually um. Shouts out to uh, Zach and Aaron, our good buddies, our yes, of our uh, our YouTube friends there over doing their fun clamps. Yes, actually, I think it just came out this week. They introduced the uh, brain boggle block. Yeah, I the block. And in that there. episode, there's like a really funny moment. You should go check it out. But where they where they're basically like explaining a game to him. It's basically would you rather. And <laughs> yeah, they, they, this is in public with some random people who they've just like selected off of this college campus mm-hmm. and they're playing would you rather with them mm-hmm. and uh, using the blocks, using the blocks. And it is the funniest thing. Yeah. Basically what happens is they like use the blocks and introduce two scenarios to this guy being like, would you rather do this or would you rather do this? And the guy just kind of looks up at them and is like, um, would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> and then it just zooms in on his face and it goes bruh it's so good go oh, watch it it's, yeah. good. it's really good sorry we just had to stop that because that was just it's so funny it was too um, perfect of a setup yeah for he, us to do an inside joke zach d is in the room right now but he has new headphones that he just got so he can't hear anything we're saying um they're yeah, noise canceling but anyway jack can you repeat the question because i completely <laughs> forgot what <laughs> you said as, um so do you guys would you would you rather talk about um quickly how we communicate love or a more in-depth discussion of um different types of love maybe we'll get the quick one out of the way yeah, first then the we'll one. dive right. deep into so, the next um, yeah i like that this theory is from a 1990 book 1992 book um called the five love languages mm, um, i've heard of this yeah it's buongiorno shut up bobby <laughs> um, we're gonna drop some italian music in here yeah <laughs> we're in the moon it's, it's the right. sky <laughs> anyway bobby that's a romance language not a love language <laughs> uh, <Stupido>. <laughs> um but so this is a i feel like i hadn't heard about this book until like uh, the recent couple of years, um, even though it came out in 1992, it seems to be gaining a lot of popularity right now. Um, yeah. But it's a. it was written by Gary Chapman, um, and it outlines five ways that individuals both express love and want love and how they want to experience love between partners um, that he calls love languages. Um, and there's five different ones. So there's receiving gifts, quality time, Words of affirmation, acts of service, and physical touch. Um, and they're all pretty self-explanatory. Um, quality time is like uh, like is literally just doing anything together. Um, versus like acts of service is when they like go out of their way to do something for you. Um, and so he basically says that every person like has a dominant language of love. Um, that they want to, in how they interpret love the best. Um, so I took a test that was like this quick test online that was, that told me which it was, which was from the official, the, the five languages of love, uh, dot com. I want to take this test. I know. Um, yeah, you maybe take it after and then we'll post our, all of our results on, uh, that'll be a nice Instagram post. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, so my highest score was for quality time with my second close being physical touch, which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, and, uh, probably unsurprisingly to you guys, my, by far my lowest was receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You don't like gifts. Yeah. That's kind of funny that that came out in the quiz. Yeah. yeah Do you no, guys think you would know that's... what? I think quality time would probably be my favorite. That and acts of service because, um, you know, obviously you guys know me. My schedule is pretty hectic. I live far away from here, so it takes me a long time to get here and to get home. And so I don't have a ton of free time. 
And so any sort of like little act of service to be like, you know, if Christy's like, oh, I did the laundry today. Like, I'm like, oh, that's one thing I'm not going to have to do now. Like that's I always super appreciate stuff like that. Cause yeah. it, it just like takes like a load off my mind because I'm also the kind of person who tends to do acts of service right. for other people. Or it's like, I'm going to go and do all these sort of things so you don't have to do it. You know, and that's, that's like the yeah. way I kind of like express love or whatever you want to say love language Brian. so like i also am like very appreciative of it in return like but i don't know but i would say quality time and access yeah. service are probably the two because i don't really yeah. care about gifts either i don't hate getting gifts i just don't care right so if someone gives me a gift I'm like oh that's really nice thank you so much for doing that but i'm also like i don't that's not like i don't need someone to do that for me to feel loved you know like i, I don't care about that sort of thing yeah, you know i mean I, I would say for me um it's probably like the affirmations. I was going to, I was going to guess affirmations <laughs> for you, Bobby being number two, probably. Mm. But yeah, affirmations. Like I, I like, you know, speaking mm. out like appreciation, mm-hmm. you know, I, like, I feel like that's constantly what I'm trying to do. Cause I feel like it's a good way of actually communicating it mm-hmm. in the most simple form possible. Yeah. But I think my number one would be like Brent said, the, um, doing service acts of service mm-hmm. because that's, you know, that's like a really great way to show Actions someone. Actions speak louder than words. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, like, I just think back to, you know, um, when you brought me that hot chocolate. Oh my God. That's, we told that in the pod, right? We that, did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was. And my reaction, <laughs> was so I was so like happy. Yeah. That's like, if I, if someone does something for me, I get so overwhelmed with emotion. <laughs> It's like it's oh my absurd. God. I still feel like even though such you didn't actually shame for me <laughs> that I wasn't actually bringing you a hot chocolate. Like that. That's one like, of my oh favorite my God. stories. Uh, it's so funny. I think the story out of it is makes it better than if you actually gave me the hot chocolate. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, so, so you did the right act of it service. It was worth it for me to like not have actually been doing anything <laughs> for you in that moment. Yeah, you're ser- you 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 had service towards comedy, you know um word but yeah that's interesting yeah that's funny that you pinned me as the affirmations jack because yeah. that is kind of my personality um, um but yeah i want to take that test that's super cool yeah somebody ask zach what do you think his is someone tap him on the shoulder oh uh, he he is, is he in, in the, the zone? zone he's in the zone yeah uh, we'll, we'll ask him at well all three of us will take it afterwards yeah his new airpods yeah. are sound canceling and mm-hmm. he like maybe test them earlier and he can't hear a thing so. yeah oh, okay um all right in that case we'll move on to uh the last thing that i have to talk about but it's got some meat to it um oh yeah oh yeah some meat some meat all right so this is called the color wheel theory of love um and as the name implies it's based off of you know the three primary colors um it's so it's it's got three primary forms of love three tertiary or, or three secondary forms of love and then nine tertiary forms. Um, and like <clears throat> each one associates with like yellow, red or blue. And then the other, the secondaries are like mixes of, them. we'll get into it, but all right. it was um, an idea created by Canadian psychologist, John Allen Lee, that describes six styles of love using several of the Latin and Greek words for love. He based a lot of them. Um, Cause like, in English right now, we just have love. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have modifiers like romantic love, platonic love, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they just had like <clears throat> literally different words um, for love. So the three primary types are Eros, Ludus, and Storge. Um, and the three secondaries are Mania, Pragma, and Agape. Um, interesting i don't like a gape a gape and mania sound like wild yeah. and scary oh, they, <laughs> yeah yeah um a, mania is scary a gape is not scary a gape okay. is a gape is like the opposite of mania okay um so anyway we'll start we'll start with the three main ones so starting sure. with eros which is the greek term for romantic um sexual passionate love um this is where we get our term erotic from um <clears throat> excuse me that tracks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was erotic. Oh my God. <laughs> so, um, so erotic lovers base their partner preferences on intuition or what we would call chemistry. Like when people have good chemistry, not mm-hmm. like, not the chemistry we were talking about before, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this one is interesting cause it's it, like, it, it's one of those ones that seems almost superficial like um 
if if there's two erotic lovers, um, or if there's if there's two erotic lovers, they seem they usually work very well together because um, something that's similar with these um, love styles is that if you're part of that style, then <clears throat> you're you assume people think about love the same way that you do. Um, so right. two erotic like two lovers of each partnership will go very well together um because if like an erotic lover was with a different style the the person who's a different style might think that the erotic lover is just using them for like physically or sexually or just using them for their body and stuff like that when according to this theory they actually do have a full deep understanding of love this is just how they express it they just express it in different ways yeah Yeah, so they're just more focused on the 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 physical um uh, synergy or 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 chemistry, as we said before, that they have mm-hmm. together. Um, this is the the erotic lovers are most likely to be blinded by love that we ta- talked about earlier, um, because they are more likely to view their partner as like um, perf- perfect, um, because they value the natural, just instant connection so much. Um. So this was this will cause um, uh, like if anyone that says something bad about them, um, they'll grow angry with that person. Um, uh, yeah, they'll grow <clears throat> angry with that person. And because of the oxytocin that we had talked about earlier, since they're spending so much physical time together, um, these are the more likely um, if it's two erotic lovers to come together, more likely to be long term and exclusive. Um, <clears throat> uh-huh. la passion. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So those are all the those are all the advantages of it. Some of the disadvantages of this style is that when the blinded by love is brought to an extreme, it can be seen as naive, naivete or like people are living in a fantasy world. Um, and then we talked about if you're with a non-erotic lover, they can feel uh, used for their body. Um. And this is really interesting to me because this is like, like this is a lot of people consider this to be like the exact opposite of love, mm-hmm. um, where it's there's it's where it's like objective. Like it's lust instead of love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's lust instead of love, um, and it makes a lot more sense when they get into more of how they mix. But we'll get there when we get there. For now, we'll move on to the second style, which is called ludus, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and so this is the type of love of people who want to spend quality time together. So like erotic lovers, language of love would be physical touch. Whereas a ludic lover would be uh, quality time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just want to experience different things with this person and do quote unquote, do as much um, as they can. And it's mainly for fun. Um, so like ludic lovers are very, opposite to eros lovers because they will like get with people for a short amount of time or for um or have multiple partners at once because they just view every they they value having fun above um the actual like passion and connection like they're, um, they're in love with the experience rather than the person kind of yes but it's not like that negative it's not it's it's they're in love with the experiences that they're having with that person Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and, and again, the idea that people of these styles think that people are thinking similarly to them, they assume that people are like, oh, like, obviously I can do things with multiple people because this, like, they know that I love doing that with them regardless, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, opposite of what erotic lovers are, these are more likely to not have that long of relationships, um, and the last term is storge, which is the Greek term for familial love, um, which doesn't just mean like love for your family. It's love that was brought about by spending um, a lot of time together. Um, it's like this is more similar to what we like genuinely as like one as like a Western society view as true love um, mm-hmm. because it's the one that happens by, you know, like two friends spend their entire life together and then they end up that they're in love. That's this, this type of thing. Um, 
it's also the love you have with people who are brought together through a shared aspect. Um, so like your family, you know, you didn't like, you, you don't choose to love your family. You know, you just do because you're all, you all come from the same place or how you like, or how like we became really good friends um, because we were all at the same editing job together. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that kind of stuff. Um, so then those are, those are the three base ones. And then we get into the interesting ones, which are when you start mixing them together. Cause this is where, like, this is where all the, like the nuances come from. Right. Uh, okay. Let's dive in. We'll start with mania, which is a mix of Ludos and arrows, um, which is the, the fun and the passion. Um, yeah. so this is like, as its name implies, this literally, is when someone is so obsessed with one person entirely. Um, so they are they value love in in a special way. They they see it as something that is so special and holy that they see the person that they love and the love that they give and receive as a blessing in their lives. Um, this is the this is the one where it's also that they feel like they can need this person so deeply because they have the like they have such of a of a physical drive from 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 the erotic side and they have such of a, a, a an experiential life uh desire drive from the ludic side where they where they both desire this person physically and want to experience things with this person so deeply that they become obsessed with them and feel like they need them in their lives to function what a maniac <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, good one, Bobby. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> All right. uh, so a gape is what a lot of us consider to be true love. Um, this is a mix of eros and storg, uh, storgic love. So it's the mix of the sexual passion and the love grown out of the the shared connection from whatever. Um, so this is basically like, everyone understands this one the best because this is, uh, I believe it's probably the most common, um, one it's about, you know, spending your time with this person over so much time and realizing the connections that you have through, through shared experiences and origins and different things and realizing how compatible you are, uh, sexually, physically, chemically, um, all those kinds of things. This is the kind of love where, you want to sacrifice yourself for this person because they mean so much to you, not in an obsession sort of way that they do with, uh, with mania though. It's more of a, it's more of an understanding and, 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 and what we would say love a genuine love of the person is like a healthy love, kind of mm-hmm. healthy American love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This Girl is fashion American love. Uh. <laughs> Basically. Um, the last one's pretty quick. It's pragma, which me, mm. which is pragmatic or businesslike. Um, mm. So this is love that is now we're talking. Yeah, <laughs> this is love. Yeah. It's not exactly um, like platonic love. Like there is some um, sort of, you know, romance there still, but it's, it's the love where, because it's convenient because there's a there's a give and take there like um like a a dwight and angela kind of situation yeah yeah dwight and angela have a very pragmatic um relationship at the start that then changes but um it's 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 people who get married because it's easier you know to raise a kid with two people Mm -hmm. um and like they do you know still love each other it's just a different kind in a more a more like quote unquote sensible and practical form of love yeah, where right. they, they find the love in the, the usefulness right. of, of people. Um, and they that's, believe that's that after they, they, they believe that once you find compatibility in terms of helping each other out, that the other things will come as a result of that. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, that's basically button. all the ones that I have. Um, the tertiary love types are just you take a you take a uh, 
uh, secondary love type, and then you have that as the primary, and then you use the initial love styles to lean it in that direction. So there's there's uh, manic eros, which is you take mania and then you just lean it more towards their uh, more towards the the physical aspect of eros, um, and then mm. you just do that with all. Of them. Yeah, I don't, I, I, we don't really need to go through. And you guys get it. Yeah, we get it. It's a very interesting way to look at love and love yeah. types. Um, it reminds me weirdly of um, like horoscopes and like your your star signs in like a sense. Yeah, a sense that you're given like a, a sort of identity. But this sounds a lot more. This is based more in something is, real. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's also, sorry. <laughs> it's also it's also a reverse of what happens because with this one, you're supposed to go, Oh, I I um I do like I value, you know, chemistry and I want to have fun, so I'm a I'm a I'm an a gay. Right, you lover. sort of yeah. hear the possible the possibilities and decide yeah. which one sounds most like yeah. it was whereas with astrology it's kind of like you are supposed to be this yeah. way because you were born on this date it's and a reflection of what, this way it's a reflection of what you are not yeah. uh, a prophecy yeah of what you should be that's kind of like yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah but it has a very similar vibe to it you know where it's like there's the different types of people and certain ones work with others and certain ones don't work with others right it um, also kind of reminds me of like those like um what would you call it those are like personality tests that people yeah. take oh, what, do you, what do you call that um, personality types the the uh you get, you, i know what you're, you're talking about you know um, what i mean i forget yeah. what it's called i've never taken oh the it, meyer briggs test yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So i should know it's my name <laughs> briggs um but yeah that's crazy that's crazy cool yeah it's uh i don't know love love is a strange thing love is a strange thing love it's a strange fig a lot, of, a lot of people see love as very, very, uh, you know, it's just a, it's just something that humans do to like, you know, reproduce. Like mm. it's not actually, it's not real. It's not real. But I would argue that it's Isn't as real that as real? your life, mm-hmm. because what we see is real to us is real. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what you yeah, feel is your like, experience. Exactly. Right? It's like. It, it's like so what if like uh, if like me as an independent human of my body's natural functions as if like i can f- like fall in love with someone so what if it's just my body being like oh you know continue the genetic line like mm-hmm. i might as well still enjoy it if if yeah, i right. think i love them you know yeah. and i mean there's got to be a reason behind everything it's like what do you want what do you want it to be just like that love is love, mm-hmm. you know, like it's just this magical thing. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's uh, I want to know what love is. Guys. <laughs> God, the second time we made this joke, I can't I can't stop. It's just I like know. the song has been playing in the back of my head. Yeah. Like Foreigners just like screaming it in your ears. I want to know what love is. <laughs> I do want to say, though, uh, you know, talking about like the quality time thing. Mm-hmm. If you if you listening, if you have someone who is your significant other spend some good quality time with them because <laughs> i think it's important you know i think it's important but Bobby, just because you think it's important not everybody thinks it's important yeah, honestly that, that's probably like the most interesting thing for from this for me is because you, you kind of like feel like there's like this very sort of standard perception of what love is i feel like yeah. from like a western perspective or from what like should be a media perspective i feel like like I mean, I'm, as we guys all know, I'm kind of like the rom-com expert over here. True. Like yeah. uh, with Miss Mojo, like being like, oh yeah, I saw, I've seen all these movies. And like, they all kind of like show largely like the same sort of like love type or like at least present the same love type as being like, what's like the right one, you know, the true love type. And it's really interesting to me to hear that, you know, these other lo- love types exist and that based on someone else's perspective they could perceive that type of love as like true love because that's just like the way they're programmed or whatever i guess in my head i kind of assume that we all kind of like view it the same way because what what i say i'm a basic bitch so i guess i fall more into the more standard categories um but but i mean you know you know like i never really considered that like you see you, you know i think we have a tendency to sort of project our own versions of reality onto each other and our so own values our own values onto other people and so yeah. just like 
kind of like hearing that like you know maybe other people like the way they perceive love like is just different and that's like it's not just like a lust thing or whatever it's like uh, that's just like how they experience love and that's like really interesting to me that is interesting just anything that like plays with like our perception of like what reality actually is because our our perception is makes up what our reality is for each one of us so just the fact that like we all kind of like exist in our own slightly different realities Mm. around each other is like really cool that is cool i always think about that you know like we you know we we work at the same place at least me and brent you mm-hmm. know we have the same day yeah it's like we go home to very different lives right and, and we know. have very different experiences even within the same day right. and within the same space it's yeah. just you know i, I can't know. even imagine what jack's life is like he's mm. so far away now yes i go to class <laughs> he, he goes to school but it's so funny because like we just had this whole conversation and immediately my brain thinks to go back to like my values you know mm-hmm. like we were talking like i'm like go, go spend some quality time you know it's mm-hmm. like not everybody especially two love types who don't necessarily view quality time as the most important thing needs to to do what i value mm-hmm. you know but that being said like what i value is going to help me find someone who also values the same things mm-hmm. and that you know that's kind of the root of i think where uh good couples kind of come from yeah um yeah man that's that's crazy so what we're saying is Oof. get out there for this valentine's say get buck wild get buck wild find your, your love language wild. type that's in amazing. love language i don't know what i'm saying man just speak the same love language yeah just, uh, words yeah. in my love language mm. yeah it is valentine's day in a couple days um do you guys ever remember just like Valentine's Day in like middle school? <laughs> yeah, oh, you have to God. like give everyone like little Valentine's Day cards and get the little chalk candies. Yes. Like, be mine or yeah. maybe. And you'd have that one kid in the class who would get like the Shrek cards or whatever. And it would Shrek. just say like, what? it's like, don't get ogre me yet. You know? Oh like my dumb, God. Like, Bobby, you would get the Shrek cards. Don't even yeah. lie. <laughs> I would get the Shrek totally cards. Okay, okay, let's get down to the hard questions now. Favorite Valentine's Day candy, go. That's a good question. I would have to say, for me, uh, chocolates. It's just classic, just going to go with milk chocolates. Specific, though. You know, we talking like Russell... What Russell's like Stowe, whatever the fuck. Oh, I got you. You know, like heart-shaped box chocolates. No, 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 no. Just Rolos. I love Rolos. Rolos Rolos are great. (laughs) You just Rolos. Just chew with the fucking <laughs> aluminum still on. Mm. <laughs> what about you, Jack? What's your That's favorite so Valentine's funny. Day candy? Um, I'm a big fan of those like super, sh- like just pure sugared, like artificial red, like heart shaped lollipops. Ooh, that's a good oh, choice. That's like a good choice. A I like that choice. Yeah, those are good. I'm going to go controversial on this and say I like those weird chalky heart candies. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Probably because I was born in the 1840s, but yeah. good chalky candy hearts, right? Good chalky candy heart just dissolving in the mouth. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I mean, I never really <laughs> hated candy hearts, but I like it wasn't They're like, like objectively for me, bad, which I but for some reason I really like them. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They are objectively not great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it, that's funny. I do think back to like being a kid and you used to get a lot of candy for Valentine's day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Treats. Basically all the holidays were just an excuse to get some like shitty candy. Just fill us up with sugar and yeah. artificial, whatever the fuck. Look at, <laughs> it's no wonder we all turned out the way we did. I, know, I mean, I know with all the chemicals we've been pumping into ourselves since we were like five. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it all starts at Valentine's day. You get the candies with that. And then you mm-hmm. got your, you know, you got, you know, you get some like chocolate coins or whatever for like St. Patrick's day. Oh, yeah. And then get you get lucky charms. Then you get to Easter and you're having like chocolate bunnies and like peeps bonk, bonk. and shit. Yeah. Oh, you got, it's just, it's just dude, nonstop. I used, to, I used to bite the heads off my chocolate bunnies and then I would pour like milk in the hollow and I would drink milk from the chocolate bunny. It's oh no my wonder God, you, you love like Norse mythology so much. You're savage. I know. That, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. I, yeah, I would spill it in pure, and pretend it was the blood of the rabbit. Yeah. And I was being powered up for my next my next Viking raid. Yes. <laughs> Going into a frenzy. Now, what is the difference between romantic love and like love in a different sense? 
you know, between like family members or friends. Um, because like, are they the same type of thing? There's just a romantic aspect to it. You know what I mean? Hmm. An interesting um, question. I mean, I think they are different. Um, because one, like, there's like different values there almost. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I definitely like would describe it as like the the feeling you get when you think of someone you like are romantically involved with is much different than the feeling of love for like a friend that yeah. you think of. Like, like I don't know exactly how to describe it, but mm-hmm. um, you know, when you just get overwhelmed with emotion and like how much you love like your friends or your family members. Like, you're just like, I love you, man. Like, you're my best friend. You mm-hmm. know, it's you have this crazy, powerful emotion of love. But it's like, to me, totally different than the one that you get from like uh, a partner, like a mm-hmm. romantic partner. I don't right. know. Yeah, I'd be curious to see like, w- like from like a sort of like scientific or chemistry sort of perspective like what the if there's a difference mm-hmm. or if, if there is what it is you know yeah. like it doesn't have the same like well, addictive kind of properties that we were talking I about think, earlier i think it does for sure because like i love my siblings but i mm. like i'm not addicted to spending time with them right you know? and like mm. they because uh, otherwise there wouldn't like you would you would get that still sort of like rose colored feeling when you're around your family or your friends right. but it yeah. is like specifically different i think we just i think the english language just happens to have the same word for them like as we right. just saw with mm. with greek and latin they had you know six different words for love right i guess yeah. for me it's more about like why it feels different you know um if it's an actual chemical reason why it feels different or if it's just you know a psychological thing you is know? it a different chemical yeah is it different um, combination of chemicals different places in the brain yeah, i don't know it's that's strange i don't know it's a whole other topic there yeah but uh man a brain it's a crazy thing it is a crazy thing my brain is boggled right now hey that's the name of the show one of these days we won't be stupid like that and say that (laughs) (laughs) but it's not today not today the next time yeah it'll be next week probably won't be not someday we'll learn just not today (laughs) not the next episode either because we already filmed it yeah recorded it i guess you know, yeah. whatever make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because dang it was a good one yeah i know yeah just a little primetime teaser we're talking about genetic editing next week so that that's gonna be a fun one crispr yes crispr yeah, genetic, yeah, all Chris- that stuff genetic crispr cas9 genome it's really interesting stuff so definitely stay tuned for that one as well so thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode yes, great episode um make sure you go out there and follow those social medias we had we've been getting a bunch of new followers recently it's really yes, nice yeah. so shouts out to you if you just recently started following yeah uh, the, so that's been pretty dope so check out that instagram at brain boggled check out the twitter at brain boggled pod Hey, Bobby. What? Do we have uh, a way that people can support us financially if they wish to? Uh, totes my goats, my dude. Oh, yeah. If you go to our Patreon. Oh, I heard Patreon.com slash brain boggled podcast. Oh, yeah, dude. Is that right? That is right. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, go check it out. And we've got tons of perks and you can get some bonus content. We just recorded an episode last week about the new Star Wars movie. Yeah, that's which, out right now. Speaking of love, mm-hmm. you know, Daisy Ridley. Ayo. That's my heart racing. Mm. <laughs> um, just kidding. I'm not actually like that interested in Dave, Daisy Ridley. Listen, I mean, if she came up to me on the street, I'm, I'm not that. I'm not that interested in Daisy You'd be so Ridley. Lucky, Bobby. Let, I know. I would be so lucky. Go around She's, the school. Daisy Ridley. Well, actually, you know what? Daisy Ridley and uh, Ben Solo are. Oh, meant to be together. Listen, listen. No, no, no. no. Not I thought Daisy you were going to say and Adam Driver, but Daisy Ridley and Ben Solo. I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say Adam Driver. If Adam Driver asked me on a date. I'm not going to say that I would say no. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, listen, what if they both asked you on a date? Mm. Simultaneously. Oh, then, 
double the it's, a, it's that dyad connection you know yeah. <laughs> well i'd make it a triad <laughs> oh no this is gross oh my god oh geez yeah All so right. check out that patreon bonus episodes for only one buck a month by I know, the way that's literally super cheap super cheap you probably lose a buck every month and you don't even realize it and you could be getting bonus episodes you could for be that intentionally dollar. losing that buck <laughs> to us so that we could keep the lights on here because yes. it costs money to do this shit oh they shut off again oh yeah lights are out that usually when they start flashing the lights on it means it's time to get out of the studio yeah, please guys please help support us so we can pay for another hour of time yeah also we have merch too so go check that out links in the bios and the description of this ep merch so. link in bio wow and if you have any yeah I was going to say, if you have any episode ideas, please email us too. Oh, yeah, we got an email. At gmail.com. In case you didn't hear that, because I talked over Bobby like an asshole, it's brainbogglepodcast at gmail.com. Brainbogglepodcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, go enjoy your Valentine's Day. Yes. We love you. Yes. Every time I look around, I see you.